Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 49 and the first episode of the Hunt for Viltroth story arc. Is everyone ready? This is a big arc. When this month of podcasts is complete, we will be rounding out the first year of the podcast, the first act of our story, and the first guest spot on Adventure Incorporated. Speaking of that guest spot, huge thank you to Botched Podcast's John Hoff for joining us on this story arc. Check out Botched Podcast on the giant-sized team-up network. They play D&D like us, but with more drinking. Don't forget to check out Facebook and Twitter, or shoot us an email and with any feedback you might have. All of that can be found on our website, adventureinc.podbean.com. I'm excited to get rolling on this arc, so let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I say he starts to cast a spell through his little sphere. He says, you may have killed my dragon, but you will never kill Viltroth. I will persevere. And then he casts Dimension Door. And teleports. What? With the book? With the book. Viltroth just disappeared. I'm sorry, Viltroth? They all yeah, look at each other. Um, that's what he said his name was in, in his big, like, you know, evil monologue thing. Redbridge, she looks furious. That's impossible! Who put you up to this? Who told you to say that? And so, Viltroth, you find yourself sucked through this portal. Uh, you feel like you've been pulled by, like, the, the tether that keeps you in the mortal realm right out of the material plane and onto what appears to be a piece of glass floating through space. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. I just want to know if you, like, Google fashionable outfit and then just describe it from the picture or if this is, like, really in your head. I'm going to say the first one because that's better. That's less embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Genuvera, the sorcerer. She changes the sign welcoming people to Moravia. Nailed it. (laughs) Put that one down as a joke for Steph. Jebedo, the rogue. What news has your search into the ley lines brought? Oh, it's not good. No. That's all I say. (laughs) Gillick, the paladin warlock. Evan, you're a savage. I like it. Well, that's rude. Uh, no, no, I meant that in a, in a, in a good way. Kill it! Come on, no, man! No, 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 I'm... Don't insult him! No, uh, oh, boy. Asher, the druid barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Keth? No one in this court looks familiar to Keth, except for Eldrix. Okay. <laughs> He's forgotten our faces, guys. But even... <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. 
So, after you guys have defeated the angel, um, you spend a, a little bit of time gathering yourselves here and resting uh, before you see a group of uh, peacekeepers come rolling through town toward the cathedral. Uh-oh. Uh, I put my hand on my weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, What? which kind of peacekeepers? They are peacekeepers. It's hard to say. Um, you suspect mm. this might have been the peacekeepers, because if you recall, it was mentioned to you by uh, Elatrix that peacekeepers were on their way. He just didn't trust that mm-hmm. they would all necessarily be on, you know, he he couldn't trust that sure, they were yeah, already yeah. compromised in some way, or at least right. some of them. Um, as as they uh, approach, they see you know you with your you're in a defensive stance against them, and they say, "What's going on here? Are you the ones who have taken over this cathedral? Prepare to taste our steel if you are." Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, that was that was not us. We just we just got rid of those people who did. Uh, who are you guys? We are peacekeepers from the High Cathedral. All right. Well, I'm glad you are here. Um, this are you are you aware of Dunglaris and what he did here? Yes, we heard he had overthrown this cathedral and turned it into some sort of blood sacrifice. Yeah, it was insane. And you? Yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened. You I, stopped. I still have him? my hand on my sword. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, basically, uh, Dunglaris was. Uh, he called down uh a, an angel who turned into um uh fire and blood, and then we had to kill it. An angel. Well, it looked like an angel. I still don't believe it. An an angel Gillick, of is, of who is. Gillick, is that accurate? Yeah, it looked a lot like an angel of Iora, but corrupted. Uh, all of all of the peacekeepers kind of like look back and forth at each other like, oh no. This is upsetting. Yeah, it was really terrifying. Well, we owe you a great debt then for taking care of this situation, clearing out the cultists, killing the angel and Dunglaris, and solving this problem once and for all. Um. Oh, well. <laughs> so when we so, said we defeated them, we meant just the angel and all the dudes that were yeah. there, not Dunglaris. He got yeah. away. He's we on the loose, on the lamb. We couldn't touch him. The minute we got close to him, uh, there was always an explosion, and it was just impossible. I know that sounds like it should make sense. It does. I promise. That is not the first time I've heard of that. With Dunglaris. Okay. And only Dunglaris, right? As far as I'm aware. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Then, if he is still at large, we will... It is now one of... uh, It is now the top priority of the... Uh, peacekeepers to hunt down the uh, fugitive Dungalaris and bring him to justice. Um, sorry. Uh, are you one of the uh, lieutenants or one of the higher ups within the ranks? Yes. Um, 
Alright. It was a weird way to... Good yes ending there, Anthony. Captain Peacekeeper? He got the first part of yes and. (laughs) Yes and, what can I do for you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I... We we should tell you, and I don't know how else to go about this, but uh, he had some peacekeepers with him it seems like there are some within your ranks that have betrayed you i i, I have no idea it, do you, are you aware of this like there's some betrayal within the ranks i had feared that that was the case i knew that there were multiple peacekeepers stationed here that they had all died seemed unlikely seemed yeah. much more likely that some had turned. I so, think we knocked out a few. So yeah, you, you can, can always question, question them. Because um, that was there a great idea. Undead, unkilled ones. Um, I would recommend <laughs> uh, in these kind of search parties that you form that maybe you, you leave the Iorans out of it. Uh, just, you know, to be safe. The peacekeepers tend to follow all of the gods of the uh, divine court. Uh, if if he is somehow able to corrupt those faithful to Iora, unfortunately we would all fall under that category. But a peacekeeper always faces corruption and it is our job to always fight against it. Yeah, I just mean like, you know, you, you probably like have some favorites right you know and so like if somebody's favorite like you know you know like just i'm not telling you how to do your job i just have a couple ideas sounds like you're telling them no 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 i just i I don't know if you wanted to talk uh we could block out some time on my calendar uh we could (laughs) we could schedule a meeting um it's up to you uh what was your name again uh mr captain peacekeeper sir captain charles fee Anthony, do I recognize that name? Is that is he like a big deal? Um, fairly big. You know that uh, he was um, sort of your father was in charge of a battalion that he was like lower down in at the time, right? So he has okay. he has risen through the ranks since uh, you knew that name. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys, no, you know, never really traveled together or, or trained together or anything like that. You were just aware of his existence beyond. Uh, your own personal scope, mostly because of your father. One okay. might say you're fairly certain. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, do they yeah. seem like they seem like... familiar? Uh, um, they seem like yeah, they don't can know we what's do... going on. Like, can I make? You're gonna say inside check? I don't know. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it together. Okay. Gillick is suspicious. I, I he doesn't know who he trusts. So, so you guys are trying to insight their sort of what? Allegiance? What are you looking for? So, I, I want to see if they're being honest with us because uh, we just got fucking. Uh, we fought a bunch of people who dressed exactly like them, so I want to make sure they're being honest. Right? How do we know they're not also corrupted peacekeepers? So, give me your insight uh, modifiers. Plus Gibetos six. Is plus four. Plus four. Mine's plus six. 
so insightful. Plus zero, I, I take them at okay. face value. <laughs> so, um, uh, Gillick and Asher, you guys have an uneasy feeling, but you are not, you are having a difficult time internally separating them from the peacekeepers that you just fought with. So it's hard to say if that uncomfortable feeling comes from like this, this actual interaction or just the, the, the situation that has occurred just minutes ago. Um, gotcha. And so inconclusive effectively. Right. And but not uh, slightly uneasy. Right. Gibetto, yeah. you, you are not picking up any sort of great n- negative vibe from this. We will, um, uh, Cap- uh, Captain Fee speaks again. He says, we will clear this place and prepare it for more clerics from the High Cathedral to come and, and take it back over. Uh, we will try to interrogate anyone who is still left alive. Although if a blood ritual was performed, I suspect those who were bleeding are now gone. Uh, there were some in the front. I don't know. Because like yeah. when we... When we got, I, I don't know, the range of the blood ritual, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, we, we will check. Okay, uh, you do you. <laughs> but I can assure radius. you, we will not rest. <laughs> we will not rest until Dungalaris is brought to justice for what he has done. Great. Cool. Excellent. Cool. Till that he's means we don't have to deal Galaris with it ever and... again. You <laughs> better, like, wipes his hands clean and... <laughs> So, uh, you guys can, uh, you can, it's up to you. You can go back and talk to Elatrix if you'd like. You can go get, uh, Evan and head out of here. Uh, the choice is yours. I can probably talk to Elatrix. Yeah, give him a heads up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys travel back to the court and, uh, once again, you are begrudgingly led inside, um, to the full court. Uh, Elatrix stands up again on his at his throne and, and beckons you forward and he says many pennies please address the court what did you Hello. find oh well it's just like everybody thought um Dunglaris is a maniac and uh he called down an angel and uh we had to fight it and then he ran blood... away he, he, uh, he performed a blood ritual, I guess, is what they he were saying. Was trying to yep. corrupt the very nature of Iora. Not good. But you have stopped this from occurring this day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Today, for sure. Here, yes. anyway. Definitely. Then the kingdom of Carapath owes you a great debt. And we always pay our debts, especially to Adventure Incorporated. <laughs> And I look over at Genevera. <laughs> Sorry, it just reminds me of a book I read once. Okay. <laughs> Fine, I guess. Oh, she always... <laughs> she stops giggling. always pays her debts. Yeah. Thanks oh. for explaining the joke, Rob. Oh, yeah. there it is. Now, now I'm on the Viewers same page at home. as everyone else. 
Yeah, because they. I'm, yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, um, you're great. What have we learned? No giggling. <laughs> Thank you. Um, your grace. Yes. Uh, before, I mean, I, I definitely would would appreciate awards. Um, but as as Dunglaris was leaving, he said he accomplished what he was setting out to do. So, it sounds like if the, his goal was just to corrupt Iora, he he did it. We did. We didn't really prevent anything aside from allowing this angel to uh, rampage through the town the creatures the the celestial gods that rule the divine court are susceptible to the whims of those of us of the greater races who exert our who, who request their their aid and pray to them they are susceptible to things that we can do to them. That is why Dunglaris may have been able to exert influence in this case. However, they are very powerful beings, and I, f- I find it unlikely that this one instance would be enough to truly change the very fabric of Iora. Thank goodness. However, if uh, Dunglaris uh, has escaped, he may have put the crack in the wall. And it is now his intent to continue to do this in other places. To to try and and widen that crack until, until he can break through. It would be wise to keep an eye out and an ear open to see if Dunglaris is trying to do things such as this elsewhere. Oh yeah, the peacekeeper said they were going to keep an eye on it though, so... I mean, you know. Were you able to <laughs> strike Dunglaris in a way that would hurt him? Not at all. But no. you, but you believe these peacekeepers could. Not at all. So then, perhaps it is better if more than one person is working on stopping his plans until we find a way to do so. It's fair. It's uh, you're sort of having a weird the the look on Elatrix's face is very cold, and uh, you know, again, he is in front of the whole court. They, he has not dismissed them, but it's. Almost unsettling to have him talk to you like that. Uh, it's as though he, he's really playing to the lack of familiarity angle. Sure. Hmm. So once again, I would reward you for the services you provided this day and send you on your way. Thank you uh, for all you have done for us. And hopefully you can find this madman before worse happens. Uh, I, Thank you, Grace. And he says yeah, he he turns and nods to his steward, who brings over um, a satchel of of gold, uh, and there's three thousand gold inside. Whoa! Yeah. So, and you guys found some gold last time, right? It was like fifty, right? On one of yeah, the... it was like nothing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna roll that back then. 
uh, he brings over uh, 10,000 gold in a satchel. Yeah. So happy it's 10,000. <laughs> and not 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, divided by, we all get 2,000, right? <laughs> the toughest math we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Good right math. Ten divided by five. Oh god. No, no, no. Ten thousand. <laughs> You're right. That's Do, right. Does any does anybody have a running count by any chance? I, I mean, know yes, how much gold I have. Yeah, because I bought shit and not. I don't, I'm not in charge of your money. I can be. Mikey, how much <laughs> gold do you have? <laughs> I have forty eight hundred gold. Okay, and you didn't spend it when we went to that. Uh, uh, that awesome character on the side of the road, right? Oh, I did. Yeah. Well, that was oh. a long time ago. That was like forever ago, dude. Oh. All right, cool. <laughs> Play back the footage. God damn it. All right. cool. <laughs> Every time he's spent something. Kept yeah, just when are been we like... going to run a Supercut episode, Anthony? That's just a clip show of all our old... Episodes. Oh, me going through every episode cutting stuff together yeah fucking never yeah. <laughs> wimp clip show clip show clip show so should we find Evan <laughs> oh yeah okay uh, yeah you guys uh, head back to the town and find Evan who's fairly drunk but still able to load up the, the horses uh, pack up the carriages and away you guys head. Hooray! Yay. Oh, he's drunk driving. <laughs> he has one leg, right? <laughs> yeah. He's yes. remarkably well balanced. But we went over that in an earlier episode. Yeah, he's so good at You'll it. You'll hear like, it on the clip show. Yeah, exactly. Clip show. <laughs> <laughs> clip show. Clip show. Clip, clip show. show. Clip, clip show. show. Clip show. It's weird when you whisper things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not into Why? it. Why? It's just Why weird. Is it weird. As you guys are traveling back to Mughamara, you manage to get the rest that you need to level up to level six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go around uh, the horn, so to speak. Um, let's Burr. start with Gillick. Hi. What what changes for? <laughs> so first of all, Gillick, you have been. Uh, forced to take a level in Paladin. Right. So tell me what changes for you this level. I get um, access to second level spell slots. Okay. And an extra attack. Um, oh man, then... that's a huge level for you. It's a, it's a huge <laughs> level, and I'm very happy about it. And then Oath of Devotion, at fifth level, I get two additional spells that are always prepared. Uh, lesser Restoration and Zone of Truth. Wow. <laughs> Lesser Restoration sick. Uh, That's awesome. Oh, wow. What do, what do they do? Uh, you touch a creature and can either can end either one disease or one condition inflicting it. This can be include blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Blow a nice. spell slot. Here, you're, you're done. You're good. You're safe. And then Zone of Truth. Uh, a 15 sphere. And then creature that starts its turn there on a failed save you can't speak a deliberate lie within the radius that's fun yeah uh that'll be interesting you got a lot of upgrade there uh power up asher what do you got um i uh 
leveled up my druid, so it's fifth level druid, one level barbarian, and I have um, basically gained level access to level three spells. Uh, and now I've actually switched around a lot of my spells in general um, to accommodate that. Cool, which is sweet. Nice. So, so you'll you'll have access to some new things to throw our way. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing some sweet stuff. I can't wait. Okay. And and just for the record, so that you can put your fucking people in metal armor, I stopped preparing that. <laughs> Perfect. Metal armor incoming. Uh, <laughs> Everything is in metal now. <laughs> Keth, metal. Go, go ahead. Uh, Keth is going to take a second level of monk. Woo! Really. Um, Woo. So I get some points of key which I can use to spend on uh, Flurry of Blows so I can uh, kick people in the face. Um, Patient Defense, uh, I can do a dodge action, and Step of the Wind, which I can do a disengage or dash as a bonus action. And I can jump really, really far. So now you can actually do some monk shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's last level. Not so much. (laughs) Did anyone else... Get ready, guys. When... When Dr. Mike said patient defense, think of him like defending. <laughs> no, but now I do. Genevera, what'd, you, awesome. what'd you pick up? That's brilliant. Um, I got a new spell. Woo! Um, and I um, got another sorcery point, and I have an acid damage something. Um, it's a thing where I get to add... Um, Plus three acid damage to any acid spell. Nice. Which there aren't really a lot of. Now, because that, if I uh, throw chromatic orb as acid, that counts for that, right? Yep. Great. Um, that's it. And finally, Asher. Oh, nope, sorry, just kidding, Gibetto. I. <laughs> hey. Jibeto <laughs> uh, became a level 6 rogue um, He has 41 hit points now Because he took the high average uh, Playing it safe Good Oh uh, I didn't even I Oh didn't yeah I didn't, do, I didn't do health Oh guys Come on uh, I'm the worst Jibeto also gets another set of uh, skills To be Like to have expertise in At level 6 <laughs> Which means I add my thank you. Which means I add my proficiency uh, mod to those, uh, and so I picked acrobatics and deception. Okay, and that's everything. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, Gibetto also grew two inches. Um, nope, that's a pretty. Lot. Nope. No, 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 that's not true. That did not happen. Uh, <laughs> Gilix rolling for his health. He rolled a seven. All right, sweet. Um, Asher rolling for his health. He rolled a five. Okay, high average. Um, hooray. All right. Mike Williams, did you take the high average on your hit points? Uh, yes. Yes, I did, because I was tired of rolling ones. <laughs> Good. So, now Kath has a respectable uh, hit point of? Of 37. 37. Well, yeah. almost respectable. Almost respectable. Very respectable hit point. <laughs> <laughs> I have more than you. All right. So uh, you guys spend uh, a couple of hours traveling back to Mughamara since you're already in Carapath. It's 
a much shorter trip than you guys usually have to take. Um, mm -hmm. Evan doesn't do a whole lot of talking. He seems to be trying very what? hard to focus <laughs> on the road ahead of him. Oh, sure. Uh, he's still pretty drunk. Um, every time he starts to maybe talk, he sort of like goes, and just trails off and like really, <laughs> really focuses on the road. Um, uh, but in a few hours, you guys get I back to the compound. I wonder if this was a real issue, like back in the day. Wait, what? Drunken, drunken horse cart driving? Like, do you think that was a real problem? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure someone, if someone like, you know, if a group of peacekeepers came by, it would not be a good scene, right? Like, Evan's probably got like one point left on his cart license before they're going to take away the horses. <laughs> so no, not... This is a violent. This is a real risk for him, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I love the idea of like a field sobriety test in a field. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so you guys roll back up to the compound, and uh, you hear Evan like sort of like, "Oh, thank God!" Uh, as, he, as you guys pull in, and, and he sort of stumbles out of the carriage, um, and you guys can make your way back up toward. The, the center tower uh, where Clyde meets you in the courtyard and he says, oh, you guys are back. That's great. Uh, there's somebody here says he's looking for you guys. Won't tell me anything else. What's his name? Did he did he get his name? He literally won't tell me anything else. He, except uh, I like him, except that uh, it, it involves Redbridge. What? Oh. Take me to this man. Uh, <laughs> oh, You're so cute. <laughs> um, so Clyde leads you guys inside to the space that he's been using as his office, and uh, you guys see John. You want to describe your uh, your character? Yeah, he's a blue dragonborn, wearing uh, studded oh. leather armor, oh. uh, two swords at his side, bow on his back. Uh, you could probably find him with his feet propped up on a desk or something as you walk in. <laughs> so he it's like no on. respect for Clyde at all. It's great. <laughs> I love. I mean, this to be guy. fair, to be fair, Clyde's office is like a broom closet somewhere. So like, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Go. He's taking a nice spot. You guys have left him sure, in control. That's what we told him. That's what we told him. It was a nice spot. This is a nice office. Right Clyde. off the foyer, you know. <laughs> Go get that group. Also, I'm using your desk. <laughs> Nerd. I'm not telling you shit, dork. <laughs> so Clyde, Clyde oh, opens the door and he says, uh, these are the many pennies uh, and sort of points out the group to you. Um, Asher, uh, you guys go ahead and give it just a quick, a quick once over. I don't think we do this enough. So go ahead and give a quick once over of what you look like. Oh, fuck. Um, I am a, uh, half elf that is, uh, looks of desert origin, um, covered in <laughs> lots of, what? I did not think. Were you thinking of another book? No, no, it just okay. was a funny way of describing, like, never mind, just continue. Okay. He, he doesn't look of desert origin, because that's weird, apparently. No. Much um, of snow origin, or snow origin. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's kind of the joke. <laughs> He's, he has uh, all sorts of uh, cloth wrappings that look 
to be from the desert of Ishtara, and uh, he has he's wielding a big stone-looking scimitar, um, as well at well that's I guess sheathed at the moment, and um, across his neck is a uh, a skull with like antlers popping out of him. Keth. Uh, Keth is a large half orc dude with uh, <laughs> he's got he's got he's got black hair kind of a kind of a man bun um, with uh, he's got is that new since becoming a monk you've sort of like adopted the man bun look it was new when he did the the figure he showed us it had long hair oh yeah that's right yeah it's a pretty sweet figure. he's very hip. <laughs> He's got an um, infinity scarf. And a... <laughs> he is very well dressed. His pants ain't got no room for Jesus in them. <laughs> right, or uh, but I do have a. Uh, you can tell it's a fancy shirt, but it's under <laughs> it's under splint mail, and uh, I got some fancy uh, elven boots on. Okay. Carrying two clubs, and uh, yeah, I have this really tattered looking cloak that's made of patches of leather. Yeah. Leather. <laughs> leather, leather skin. Uh, it technically is leather. <laughs> God, oh. Gillick, go ahead. Uh, Gillick is a heavyset dwarf in full plate <laughs> armor. He has a bright red cloak uh, with a golden vial on, on on the back as an emblem for Iora. Um, a large-ish hammer uh, that's kind of squared off on both ends with a. Uh, kind of like a little orb of fire at the center of it um he's bald and has a long uh brown dark brown beard tied in a simple knot and he's on the on the lightly tan side oh and a, and a shield he's got a shield uh huge shield okay. huge shield yeah i, I went with the, the, the roman lead huge it's like a big square shield uh genevera um genevera is a brass dragonborn I have a crossbow. <laughs> I thought you were just going to end. That's it? There. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. I mean... Nice. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> She's wearing clothes. I'm wearing clothes. Like, very nondescript. She looks like someone who has origins from... Um, yeah, that's just- about it. Just someone who has origins. That's who it. has origins. You know, most people do, but you got to look out for the ones that don't have origins. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. Yep. I come from nothing. <laughs> and now I'm here. Gibetto? Uh Standing at the front of the party is the uh, sh- shortest member of the party. Uh, <laughs> to the chagrin of everyone. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, a little 3-8 forest gnome uh, with like fiery colored hair uh it's like red and orange and yellow all kind of entwirled together um you see it poking out from underneath a little like newsboy cap that's just a little too big for him um (laughs) he is wearing this really like almost like vanta black armor uh with a little cloak over it uh it's like leather armor but it just seems super duper dark um okay one might assume that you know, it helps him sneak around in the shadows. It's it's blacker than black. Yeah, it's in infra black, infra black. Right, Slight, <laughs> slightly darker black one for sure. When he, when he picked it out. Does this come in blacker? Uh, oh, also he has a 
super sweet uh, handlebar mustache that's kind of curled up. <laughs> he used to have a beard until he got shot in the neck with an arrow. Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit happens. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Great. So these are the adventurers I'm supposed to meet. Uh, kind of shakes his head a little bit. Jator Sakesh, Manhunter. Pleased to make your acquaintance. I uh, received word from a, a mutual friend. Constance? Yes, you know Redbridge? Tell us everything you know about her. Well, that would be a very long tale to tell, but she uh, she contacted me as I was back in Ishtar and said she needed help finding a man named Viltroth. And knocking, that was me. Knocking Gebeto everything knocks over everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. was like, oh god, you know Viltroth! <laughs> <laughs> He's knocking shit off Clyde's desk. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Yeah, he didn't have to do that. Wasn't actually surprised. Just took the opportunity. Uh, yeah, um, Clyde just rolls his eyes. Oh, I forgot he's still here. Uh, Clyde, you may I go. Didn't. You no longer need this. I nod at the group. I like this guy. Like Genevera yeah. smiles. He likes this guy too. Yes. Clyde leaves sadly. <laughs> Don't forget to close the door, Clyde. Yeah, so Clyde leaves, he shuts the door behind him. <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> to his anyway. own office. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for the interruption. Please continue. So anyway, I uh, entertain this request and set off to find this Viltroth took me clear across the continent, but I believe I have found him. Where? You where? I was uh, nearing this place, Highgrove, in the banks of a blue crystal lake. If you uh, reference your map, guys, that's in Parana. Is that in Parana? <laughs> yes. for Thanks for really paying attention, guys. I love it. <laughs> that is in Parana. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> you just had to remember. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows that. We're all from here. <laughs> you guys are the best. Uh <laughs> oh, by the way, is there any kind of scale for the map? No. Yeah, no. It's, okay. No. <laughs> Not really. Uh, That's why the map's so confusing. <laughs> oh, you're right. You right. don't remember it, anything about it. Does it take me a couple it. days to get to Highgrove from Ishtara? Yeah, Highgrove from Ishtara probably took you a few weeks. Um, okay. And then to get back to um, Maghamara would have taken a while as well. So uh, we can assume now that you've been away from Ishtara for probably <clears throat> in the vicinity of like three months. Okay. Do you normally reside in Ishtara? Is that your your normal place of residence? Uh, Ishtara is where I am from, but I have, uh, as I said, Manhunter. Uh, my job takes me everywhere on the continent. 
Okay. Could you repeat your name and also possibly spell it? <laughs> she's very phonetic. Jator Sakesh. Don't spell it. <laughs> it's 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 spelled pretty much like you think. <laughs> pretty much. I have. <laughs> Great. Thanks. If when you go to write up the journal, Steph, I can okay, yeah. I can correct it. Spell it different every single time. <laughs> well, I do that with enough things for this. <laughs> Which I don't correct. <laughs> I know. I realized only when the new episode came up that I've been spelling Caliesto wrong, even though it's on the literal world guide. So it's made up word. I'm lazy. So, um, cool. So that's fun. So you know where Viltroff likely is. Where's Redbridge? Uh, that I do not know. How did how did she contact you? She sent for me. Some courier. Ah. Uh. Huh. Huh. Cool. Do you have the message? Yes, I have it right here. Okay. Uh, can I, Anthony, can I take a look at it and see if it like looks like her handwriting? You know, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it it, it is. <clears throat> it is. You recognize it immediately. Um, it is definitely her handwriting. Uh, and as you glance over this, you can't help but notice uh, a level of familiarity uh, between the two in the writing. He's going to be jealous. Gillick is super jealous and hands her letter <laughs> back. <laughs> no, Gillick has nothing to say. <laughs> You're his. <laughs> just try to keep his cool he's remembering his training he's like nope I'm a paladin I'm good a single tear <laughs> uh, single meaning like relationship status right it, uh, it was a pun it was not meant to, to, it it's a double entendre right? right yeah Gillick pulls out a snack <laughs> <laughs> okay um <laughs> Uh, where from Ishtara do you reside? Like, I, I myself am from Ishtara. I come from the tribe of the Noku, who are crazy at the moment. So I'm just curious if you have any idea about them or or anything like that. Them I don't know. My uh, my people moved from place to place. We were a nomadic tribe. Pretty, pretty common in a desert in the area. Same, is what I'm saying. Or it used to be common, huh? Well, yeah. In fact, uh, you know of Gorm's Marauders? Yes, I do. I this was... is actually the first you've heard of it, Asher. Shut <laughs> this, thank you, I don't know, know of Gorm's Marauders. Choose to know. I chose but, to know. But Kat knows. I like it. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, this is the cave I play in. Um, uh, uh, no, I, I've never heard of them. Please tell me more. Uh, and the, the time... That I was gone from Ishtar, it seems that the Red Sun, Konoku, and Burin tribes banded together and called themselves Gorm's Marauders and have been raiding any any settlements on the surface or below, taking whatever they so, please. Ah, uh, what, what tribes did you say? I'm sorry, I'm just trying to write it down. Red Sun, Konoku, yep. and okay. Burin and they all became Gorm's Marauders. 
as, Which is as far as I can the, can tell. The Gorm, yeah. Hi, all right. I was this close to getting to the their leader, Kelgen, when I got the word from Constance. Hmm. And it seemed uh, something seemed very uh, serious, and perhaps she was frightened of something. So I felt it best to pursue that instead. Well, yeah, we have a long history with the guy she's looking for. But so. Awesome. <clears throat> Knowing what we know about Redbridge, uh, it's likely she's tracking him as well. I mean, yeah. So I I think it might be a good idea for us to head to Hyde Grove, uh, which is different, a, an entirely different and completely unrelated place from High Garden, um, <laughs> which is. In a book that Steph read, uh, <laughs> Genevera read. <laughs> um, Listen, <laughs> and maybe we should go there. Would you? Would you accompany us, uh, Jator? Jator. Jator. Sorry. Yes, of course. Okay. Excellent. You- Can we? Let's go. All right. So, well, um, <clears throat> is when you guys head back? Are you guys like heading out? You just like packing up and going? Or do you no, have other Jibeto's things you gonna, want to do here first? Yeah, Javetto's got to swing by Adnan's and pick up some dumb alchemy stuff. Okay. Uh, what are <laughs> Your word's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> so the others go to start to set up, uh, you know, the carriage to head out. What do what are you getting at Adnan's? Uh, I'm going to get, let's see, the, the luck charm. Um... I'm gonna try this uh, this spirit charm and see what happens as well. Okay. Um, and then let's go with the advanced Tanglefoot bag. Whoa! You're upgrading it. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Drop and then uh, yeah, Oops. and one regular Tanglefoot bag too. Okay. Great. Uh, yeah, you, you make up your, uh, alchemy ingredients and, uh, meet up with everybody back at the carriages. Um, Evan is asleep. God damn it. <laughs> he's, he's out. Oh, um, oh God. Uh-oh. Oh no. Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> real quick. Um, sleight of hand. Like we oh. get to get Todd. <laughs> I want to do a sleight of, I want to do a sleight of hands check, Anthony. Okay. I'm going to try and put the bag of black sand on Gibetto. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Um, Wait, no. Eight. I think you <laughs> you may recall you can't roll against other players, so if Gibetto wants to know you put it on him, he'll know anyway. What do you mean that's below? Okay, I do it. I go, but real sneaky. All right, attempt. Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and we'll everyone sees out. you. We'll see. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's aware. Um, um, I begin the ritual meld with stone. <laughs> Azure just slowly slinks into a wall. <laughs> uh, you guys do see the familiar large black carriage uh, enclosed with the uh, large black horses drawing it. Um, it does not appear like anyone is, uh, you know, sitting at its reins, but the carriage is there. Well, that's good, because Asher isn't there either. He's in a rock. <laughs> it takes a significant amount of time to cast that ritual. He's doing it, all right? <laughs> in Gebetto's pocket. He's in a rock in Gebetto's pocket. No, that's sand. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it Which used to be Jennifer, a stone. Jennifer looks at Jator mm-hmm. and is like, so... Evan is usually our driver, but he got really drunk yesterday, and so he's, or today, um, and so he's sleeping, <laughs> clearly, as you see, and the other carriage is Spooky Todd's. He's really scary, and I'm pretty sure that Asher and Gebetto fucked around with him last week, so um, <laughs> we're not sure. He's, he's, um, he's, just to give you a little background. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Gebetto walks up and knocks on the carriage door. Uh, from behind the carriage, uh, Todd walks around the corner and says, Ah, many pennies. Jennifer, oh. like, freaks out a little bit and backs up, hoping that he didn't hear her. He, he calls him <laughs> Spooky Todd. <laughs> Asher is feverishly trying to become a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Going somewhere? Going somewhere? Yeah, um, so we need a ride to Highgrove. Yes, hmm, really in need of a ride. I I would give you a ride, but I I feel like you might be able to get away from wherever you need a ride from uh, as it is. You know, I I gave you an object that you might be able to call me if you needed a ride, Uh, but it seems it was used errantly. That's probably what happened. It was probably an accident. You're right. I mm. bet. So Asher had been holding it, and he uh, just gave it to me on our walk over here. I think he's uh, nervous about you know having that kind of responsibility. Asher immediately <clears throat> goes to like runs over to Spooky Todd, gets on his knees, and goes, "I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was such a mistake. I didn't mean to. Gebetto told me to do it, which is I should have known better because he's an idiot. And then I." <laughs> I tried to summon you, and then we fought a fucking angel of Iora, and you would have been awesome if you were there, and I immediately regretted it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> he looks, he looks and then he so sinks, offended. And then he, he sinks is. he sinks into the ground, because the ritual is complete. <laughs> uh, he looks very taken aback by your sudden outburst. Uh... <laughs> It, like he maybe thought this was going to go a different way in his mind. Do uh, so you mean like, like the DM did? No, no, no. Like, like he he had it all planned out that he was really going to put the screws to you guys, but then you just sort of melted in front of him, and now he feels bad. Uh, so he's just like, yeah, uh, please, please don't, please don't put me in your coffin. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I think you've learned your lesson. Uh, please, please be more respectful of my time in the future. Are we done? 
For Can sure. We... <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. That's why Asher, I'm going to carry Asher the Asher does not now. move. <laughs> that that stone is worthless now. Get, get hey. It, get in the cart. Just get in the cart. Oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> the stone I was being. <laughs> that no. stone well, is worthless. Well. <laughs> All right. Uh, but <laughs> as we're watching the scene, I nudge uh, Jatar and I say, "Hey, man, we're, we're we're total total professionals when it counts. Don't 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 judge us." Okay? Are you are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Uh, Genevera just kind of shakes her head, like, "No, no." <laughs> um, and uh. You know, Todd, uh, off you guys head toward Paraneth. Um, it takes about uh, a day and a half's travel by carriage, which is uh, significantly quicker. Uh, nope, nope, no, it takes longer oh. than that. Yeah, I was going to say. It, <laughs> it takes like a week. It took like a, yeah. 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 Looking at this map, it took a week to get to freaking Emberfall. Yeah. And that's about, uh, it's about equidistant. So, yeah, it takes about a week to get you to, uh, to Paraneth. Um, and the, the lake is before, uh, high growth. Um, so with, uh, Jator sort of guiding, uh, Todd's path, uh, once you guys get close enough, you guys find yourselves nearby the lake. Um, this area is pretty open. It's mostly, uh, plains, some hills. This is sort of a, a rockier plains. Um, Paraneth is hard. It, it doesn't really grow a whole lot. So they're the, they are rolling hills of short, stubby grass and stones. Um, Anthony. Yeah. Did we rent a beach house? No. <laughs> <laughs> like on the get... lake, a little lake house. Like, is there, is there a rowboat? So is can that we have, is that what you want? Can we have a lake vacation? Yeah. No, this will not be a lake vacation. <laughs> Bad uh. news. <laughs> I'm not going to get tricked into a timeshare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Viltroth picks very like homey vacation spots for his hideouts. Oh, man. I was just hoping. Um, I was just hoping they'd like, run into him at the market, you know. <laughs> what, a, what a delightful place to, you know, destroy the world. It's just so peaceful. Right. Well, Stars Hollow style. Type oh. So the lake is pretty large, but... Uh, Jator takes you to a spot that sort of overlooks. You can see a small island um, not too far out into the water that sort of has like this cave entrance on it. Um, when you guys arrive, it is after dark. So this location is the one uh, that you saw that, that you saw him enter before. Okay. And All I've right. been keeping not, my not eye you out. guys, just yeah. <laughs> I've been keeping my eye out for any other undead as we got closer. Right, um, which you it was suspiciously absent. Um, you know, the last time you were here, you did see undead sort of out and about, but this time that has not been the case. Um, and even at the ca- mouth of the cave, there does not appear to be uh, any undead milling about. Okay. Um, who, uh, Gillick, you know where all of the, um, ley lines are, right? I do. Is this of. one of them? Uh, it, 
the ley line we're looking for, well, that's near here, is much more to the east and north. And okay. and is also the one you've already been to. The, oh, the one northeast of here is the abjuration one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Put on your coat, Gillick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit out the, the sounds. You don't have to reference them no. every time. <laughs> nope. Going to do it. <laughs> Colliding his squeaky toy. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're world building, Anthony. Yeah, it's not our no, fault. No, <laughs> put on your coat is not world building. Uh, it's cold up north. It is. It yeah. is chilly in Paranath. I'll give you that. Also, for reference, that was an unzip. So get your sounds right, Rob. And I said, put on your coat, Gillick, because it sounded like he was unzipping a coat. Right. Oh. Check yourself. <laughs> Keep your coat on. Is probably... anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, true professionals. <laughs> um, okay. So, so yeah, uh, this is this is the location. So, if you guys want to try to find a way to get from the edge of the shore across the lake, that's that's where you need to be. I mean, I can just swim, but it's dark out right now, right? It is yeah, dark. But I can turn cold. into a shark. Oh, that's true. Perhaps we it's should chill in that water. Camp until it's day. Yeah. Could you know, do that. Warmer. Cold camp. Warm camp. Oh. What um, if we just sleep in the sleep in the cart? Todd says, I have other matters that require my attention. Oh. Um what, uh, <laughs> what? Okay. All I heard he was I have other, and then it He has other up. matters to attend to. He's very, he's very important. I, See, I will once again leave you an object to, with which you can <laughs> summon me upon your completion here. I trust that this time it will not be abused. I'll hold on to it. Good. I was going to push you forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to recommend either you or Gillick for that. So. Thanks. He provides you with another small black stone. Thank says, you. If you wish to set up camp here, that is fine. But uh, be safe. And he leads the horses that and trot off uh, toward Highgrove. Goodbye, Todd. <laughs> Gilly <Gilligals. laughs> I love how you greet and like... <laughs> Wish him well every time. <laughs> She's really loved Todd. Well, he understands Gillick, even though he won't admit it, because he's very—he's <laughs> a—he's a priest of Iora, and yet still has all this darkness around him. It. Oh, uh, they're goth buds. We're goth buds. <laughs> the spooky Todd has the courage to reveal his gothness. Gillick won't do it yet. <laughs> One day when Gillick finds some eyeliner, it's all gonna be over. <laughs> It's gonna go <laughs> black plate mail. It's gonna be awesome <laughs> with spikes, yeah, more spikes, spikes yeah. and chains. The first time he gets like gets his hands on a copy of whatever fantasy disintegration is uh, <laughs> is in this world. Uh, probably, uh, probably disintegration. That's a thing. Sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like a spell. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> that would be really great if the cure were just a bunch of like wizards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be into it. I think they'd be clerics. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys are going to set up a camp? Yeah. Yeah. 
Seems the most reasonable okay. option. Uh, are you, what are you guys, are you setting up watches or what, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, let's split the night in five. Ah, the old, six. The old eight divided by six. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <Yep>. math. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, I'm going to assume you guys take some equal watches that allow for some rest. And let's yep. find out how this goes. Well, Anthony, before we start the long rest, I'm going to focus on Harmony and make sure Viltroth is actually still here. Okay, yeah. Um, you sort of take out your blade and focus, uh, you close your eyes and focus on that name, Viltroth, and the, the, the figure that you saw. Um, and as you focus, you start to feel your perception expand out. Um, and it's sort of an emptiness around you, around you, around you until suddenly it hits. And down under the lake, you feel the presence of Viltroth. That's a really cool looking blade there. Oh, thank you. What did you just do? It was a gift. From Iron Shaper? Does that name sound familiar? Not to me. Huh. Genevera, meanwhile, is like sitting like with her like head in her hands, like her chin in her hands, just like staring. <laughs> Uh, what, what's your playing it cool? <laughs> <laughs> That's my middle name. I mean, at least I approve of this more than freaking Clyde. <laughs> um. Okay. Mm. So yeah, w- with that confirmed, you do know that he is. Uh, he is nearby. Okay, and then just for uh, the sake of doing it, I'm gonna burn a primeval awareness and just check for undead. Yeah, uh, that's also a mile, right? Uh, yeah, one mile, because I'm not in my favorite terrain. Right. What? what class are you? I don't even know. Are you I'm ranger? a ranger, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yes, you definitely sense the presence of undead uh, similarly uh, under the lake. Okay, but nothing out nearby. No, not nearby. Uh, not, not Well, nearby is in, in the lake, but not in, far, in terms of like around you guys. Okay. We should be safe. <laughs> There's no one there. Right. Right. <laughs> that's excellent. I guess I'll I guess I'll uh I'll take first watch with the new guy and then we can split it by fives. Yeah, that seems fine. I mean I could do that too if you want, guys. <laughs> no no no, that's fine. No, that's okay. Great. Uh I'll take last watch then, so that I can get the most un- uninterrupted sleep. And Gebetto curls up and goes to bed right away <laughs> before anyone can say anything else. Good night. <laughs> That's, there you go. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so so Gebetto, you're last. Who's first? I'll go, I'll go first. Okay. Oh. Kath goes first. All right. Oh. Okay. I thought, okay. I don't know. No idea. That's fine. Geppetto threw out a weird plan and then went to bed. So whatever his idea was, it's gone. Uh, Who's going third? I'll go third. Okay. Uh, Who's going fourth? Uh, Will. Okay. And fifth? I will. So I can kick Geppetto awake. Didn't we we skip second? 
All right. Well, that's. I'll be, take that, second. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you. Sure did. <laughs> okay. One, three, nobody, four, nobody five, takes five, two, eight. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's I everything's did. going great, guys. <laughs> Good app. Kath just stays up all night and takes all the watches and is like pissed. <laughs> he's so crank. He's time. so cranky the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, Welcome, guys. Didn't wake up. <laughs> Then um, you guys slept through it. <laughs> uh, so the first few hours pass uneventfully and you guys sort of, uh, you know, shake each other awake and, and move on to get some rest. Gillick, while you're on watch, you start to hear a strange noise coming from the lake. Oh. Make a perception uh, check. I will make a perception check. I got a 14 plus 1. 15. It sounds like sloshing. Like normal lake sounds or like something is making... Well, if it, were, if it sounded like normal lake sounds, I probably wouldn't have mentioned it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I get Gillick is just making sure that's all that's happening. Like... No, it sounds. Oh. You heard normal lake sounds for a while, <laughs> okay. and then I would love. I would have loved if you were like you hear sloshing. You think it's the lake. <laughs> I mean, that's what lakes sound like. They slosh. This is sort of. Uh, in fact, so yes, the sound is not that much different than water churning, but the fact that it sounds different than what the water has been sounding like is sort of what alerts you. Mm. It seems like there's something moving in the water. Uh, so something near the shore. Can I can I gauge how large it is? Does it sound like a like a fish, or does it sound like like a humanoid sized thing? It sounds large. Um, I will use. What do I have? Divine sense. I'll use my channel divinity divine sense. I want to uh, use detect good and evil. Okay. Um, yeah, you sort of reach out with your mind. How far does that go? Uh, let's see. Divine sense. 60 feet. Uh, until the end of my next turn. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah, until the end of my next turn, you know, the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you that's not behind total cover. Yeah, you suddenly are aware of the location of three undead creatures that are moving towards you through the water. Okay, it, they're definitely, like, they know where we are and heading towards us. Yeah, and they're pretty close. Okay, uh, I wake everyone up. Uh, are you just shouting? Like, are you just shouting? <laughs> um, I don't want to shout. Like, I want to start, like, 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 whoever's the closest person, like, shake them awake and then send them off to shake the next people awake. Like, I don't want to, like, alert other things that might be nearby. Okay, tell me the first two people you would wake up. Uh, that would probably be definitely Gebetto. Definitely. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gebetto and um, uh, Kath. All right, Gebetto. Who do you wake up? Uh, Gebetto sneaks over to wake up Lady J. Okay. Uh, God damn it! I'm going to be last picked on this fucking dodgeball team. (laughs) 
<laughs> the four well, the four of you are awake. <laughs> yeah. The four of you are the, are awake oh. as the the uh, surface of the lake breaks, and these three undead creatures come walking up out of it. One of them is significantly larger than the other two, but all three of them look like zombies of some form. Can I just yell to the Jatar and Asher to wake up? Yes. If you want to yell, go for it. Wake wake up, you guys. Yeah, when he yells, holy shit, it's lake zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. The the other two of you, you guys wake up as well, uh, but everyone (laughs) needs to roll initiative. Yay. And you two will be prone for your first action. God damn it. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Anthony, are you going to be the mean DM that makes us put on armor and take forever? No. Or play without? No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, there's no detriment to sleeping in armor, so. Right. I, I imagine that if you sleep in armor enough it's on the smells. road, you get pretty used to it. Sure. Yeah. Wrinkles my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I got Smells a like six. Kath got 23. Asher got 14. <laughs> uh, I get a 15. Asher, what did you get? Uh, 14. Okay. Jibeto's got 11. Jennifer, what do you have? A uh, six. Oh, yeah. And Gillick? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Guys, there's zombies coming at us really fast. Move as slow as possible. (laughs) (laughs) You got them, right? (laughs) So, uh, the zombies sort of come up out of the water. They're on the shore now, uh, facing off against you guys. Uh, Keth, your first act. Hooray. Uh, Is the big zombie closest to me? They're they they're equal? all equidistant. Um, they're the big zombies, sort of in the middle, with the two smaller zombies flanking him. Okay, but not like um, not like I don't want to in a bad way. He's fine. They're not hurting him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I urge them on. Uh, <laughs> I, get him. I get him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to run up uh, away from the group. I want to stay near the group. Can I attack? while doing that do you have a ranged weapon no no so i'll hold action until they approach us further okay uh next is uh jtor what's your ac uh my ac is 17 all right perfect yeah it's your turn okay uh you said i'm prone yeah so you it'll eat your movement um you can still take an action yeah, that's fine. I'll stand up and... Oh, thank you. I was getting a dog delivery. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you get funny. another dog uh, delivered to No, dogs. he was out in the, uh, the front part of my apartment with my roommates. <laughs> he was brought back. Awesome. So anyway, uh, I'm going to stand up and take a shot with my longbow. Uh, are you shooting? Which one are you shooting? Uh, I'm going to shoot the... One of the smaller ones. Okay, great. Uh, Suma, was it 24 will hit? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Four, two, 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 nine damage. 
Um, I have a page here somewhere with stuff on it that's important. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, you shoot off a, a an arrow that slams into him. He just, he looks hurt. Uh, next up, Asher. Cool. I don't know what I want to do because I have so many more options. Um, Anthony, can I ask a question while Rob's deciding? Yes. What is the what's the intelligence score of a zombie? Low. Very low. Very low. Right, but what's low? You um, You don't know. Yeah, it's hard for you to put a number value on it, but they're not intelligent creatures. They don't speak. Roughly above or below four. Um so so I think the threshold for four and specifically for Tasha's hideous laughter is Mm. uh that they can understand your words and like interact like mentally no no their their brains are mush all right well that's Uh, what i needed that that was the sloshing noise (laughs) (laughs) okay carry on um how are how close to each other are they are they like right by each other um there's like probably five feet between them so like within 10 feet of each other within 10 feet so can i then I'll save my bigger spells for later. But I switched out Dust Devil because it sucks for <laughs> Flaming Sphere, which is the same thing but more damage. Um, and none of the annoying cloud thing. Okay. So I plop it kind of as close to hitting as many of them as possible. If I can only hit two, the big one and one of the others. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to hit the two guys on the side. Um, how big of a... Oh, they're like in a line. Yeah. Okay, yeah, then I put it in between, like, the two of the... Between the big guy and the little-ish guy. How big a sphere does it make? It makes a five-foot diameter sphere of fire that in an unoccupied space of your choice, within range, and lasts for a duration. Okay, yeah, um, so you can put it between... Uh, do you want to do the one that was shot, or do you want to do the one that is... One that was shot. Okay, and then the big guy. Um, okay, so what do we have to roll for this? Deck saving throw... <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, they're great at those because they're zombies. I, I, I'm sensing sarcasm. Oh, you sense correctly. Yeah, they fail. Yay! Two d six damage. I think for just being next to it, or is it? Uh, it, any any creature that ends its turn within five feet must make a deck saving throw. So I guess they don't take it right away. <clears throat> That's weird. Hmm. Oh, never mind. Okay, well... Well, there's a big ball of fire in front of them. I'll make sure they move. Um, Oh, hey, Anthony. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Because I'm dumb and never actually play martial classes, I'm supposed to have a second attack. Could I take that? Or do you want me to wait till next round? Nah, fuck it, take it. Right. Uh, How's an eight sound? Actually, that hits. (laughs) (laughs) Another nine damage. Perfect. Now he's looking really hurt. Uh, he would be dead if Flaming Spear was better. <laughs> sure, sure would. Uh, <laughs> he is oozing because I don't. They're not really. They don't have blood, so he's bloody, but not. <laughs> we got it, uh, Gebetto. It's your turn. Um, Gebetto throws. No. Yes. 
Gebetto throws the iron ball. Um, so like they're about right. They're about fifteen feet away or so. So, um, you're gonna throw it in between you guys. Yeah. Well, I was gonna try and throw it so that like it would actually Gebetto's gonna run forward uh, so that he's standing in the same line as these three guys and then throw the iron ball so that it like sprays the sprays the caltrops kind of basically i want to hit them and the uh the space occupied by the flaming sphere at once okay does that make sense yeah i don't think running up in between them is necessary make a ranged okay. attack okay at the space we're saying, right? So, sure. And so, uh, should I add Dex? My okay. Uh, and not or yes, my proficiency bonus. No. Okay. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you throw the iron ball down uh, at the spot where the uh, flaming orb is. Uh, mm-hmm. And the it like sort of scatters out the ca- it bursts into the caltrops and scatters out under their feet. Um, it looks like it's gotten underneath them and the square in front of them. Cool. And then I'm gonna go ahead and uh, like take a really roundabout way to try and end up on their side, and also use my uh, my bonus action to hide. Are you gonna be on the flaming sphere side or on the other side? The other side. Like, I'm trying to flank them with the flaming sphere. So, um, yeah, you find, like, a small rock outcropping that is small enough for you to sort of duck behind. Make a hide check. Sure. Uh, That is going to be 24. Yeah. Uh, It does not appear that they noticed. Uh, the big zombie uh, moves, tries to move through the caltrips. So he moves at half speed, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, he does sort of, he moves through, he takes 1d4? Yes. No, I think it's just one point of damage. Uh, the goal is to just have them, like, have to stop moving or whatever. Um. So, creatures that enter the area must succeed on a DC 15 saving throw or stop moving and take one piercing damage. Uh, A creature moving through the area at half speed doesn't need to make the save. Okay, well, so for your intent, then, we will say that for them to to, to move forward, which was what you were trying to stop, they'll have to make the save. Otherwise, next turn, they'll be able to move normally. Okay. Um, so let's see here. What was the DC? 15. And it was Dex or? Yes. Ah. Wow. He rolled a 16. Oh, God. Oh, oh. But he has a Baloney. negative two. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he does not move and he takes a point of damage. And he's right next to the flaming sphere. He ends his turn next to the flaming sphere. So he makes another dexterity saving throw. Which he really fails. He got a zero. <laughs> Yay. And he takes um, uh, nine damage. Nine additional damage. Okay. Um, 
and he just gro- he groans a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, Genevera, it's your right, turn. Cool. Um, so the, you said the one in the middle is looking real, or the big one is looking real bad. Nope, nope. The one uh, to the left, it's got two arrows sunk into it, and it's standing in a flaming sphere. Uh, The one on the right has not been injured, and the one in the middle is just a little hurt. Not much. Okay, cool. I am going to, for the big one, cast a chromatic orb at him. Um, Are you using a ring charge? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ooh, uh, 26. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, and where are you? I'm right. I'm right Not here. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Jesus. Fucking fuck. Six. Um. Okay. Seven. She's rolling well then, over there, you guys. <laughs> I'm rolling like crap. Um. Are you doing an acid one? Uh, yep. And so that's 10 total, right? Because I add my charisma with my new fun thing. Okay, yes. so 10 yeah. total. Okay. Uh, anything else? Nope. Okay. Uh, the other zombie standing near the flaming sphere attempts to pass through the uh, barrier that is put out by Gebetto. He does succeed. Um, oh, and moves Evil. half speed through it, which is enough. He gets he gets through the uh, caltrips away from the flaming sphere, uh, but he is he does not make it to the line. Um, the other guy, the other the one on the uh, other side of the big guy, does move forward un- unhindered and uh, steps up to Keth and makes an attack. Uh, am I close enough to impose disadvantage? You are. I'm going to impose disadvantage. Uh, he misses. Yeah. Keth, would you like to can take your a... action now? Oh, you're gonna. Yeah. Are you gonna can I use... repost first? Can I repost? <laughs> yeah, and then take my action. Yeah. Cool. So I get to attack him because he missed me. 24. Look at you guys comboing off each other like that. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. That was pretty cool. All right. Great. I will use a... Hit him in the face with my club. I'm going to actually hit him in the... <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell, hit him in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit him in the knees, actually. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Wait, does that do anything? No. Nope. Can you do called shots? Twelve. I don't know. Can I? I mean, <laughs> you can tell me where you want to hit people. I, uh, it doesn't uh, really make a difference. Like, okay, flavor. okay, just flavor. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Uh, twelve damage. Okay. Uh, I mean, unless you want, to, unless you're like, I'm hitting him in the knees so that I can incapacitate him, and then we have to make a different kind of check. See what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, no, no, no. I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that with a zombie. I just want to break his knees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm gonna attack again. Okay. Uh, ten to hit. Ten hits. 
12 damage again. Okay, hold on. Um, uh, okay, yeah, so you smash the zombie with your club, and it looks like you, like, really, you know, you basically, you knock a leg off of him, uh, and he should just fall over dead, but instead, he's still hopping. <laughs> cool. Uh, third attack on him. Well, the first one was the repost, right? So this is actually just your first attack. That was your first attack. Right, that was my first, yeah. Because you can't, you so only get twice, one action so with the repost. You don't get to do all right. the extra stuff. Yep, so this is my final attack. Uh, 14 to hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, the 14 hits. 11 damage. Yeah, that time you, you do. You kill him. Yeah. He's, he's still hopping, though. <laughs> no, this time... Just a flesh wound. <laughs> this time you, you smash him with the club. He falls to the ground uh, with like a... And uh, he just lays there. Gross. Yeah. Gillick, it's your turn. Um, so that guy's dead. Is there still a second zombie in front of Keth? It's about five feet away from you guys. You'd have to, like, step up to it. Okay, but I, I can step up to it? Sure. All right, I will do that, and I will make two attacks. Okay. Or I'll make my attack action and swing twice. I uh, 14 to hit. Hits. Nice. He takes... Fire in there. Ten damage, three of which is fire. And then... Yeah, uh, you you burn him down. He's dead. Oh, yay! yay. Yeah, you guys, guys are, are chumps. You're getting a lot of extra attacks now, too. This is getting good. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, Keth, it is your turn. Oh, wow. Um, there is just the big baddie, right? Mm-hmm. He's within the caltrops more than... How far away from me is About he? 15 feet, but you'd have to move into caltrops to attack him. Ooh, I'm actually, I am carrying some, uh, like, hand axes. I'm going to throw them. I think this is the first time you've made a ranged attack in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I I was, because I looked at my figure and it had axes on them, and I was like, I put those there for a reason. (laughs) Um, I've been carrying them forever. All right. (laughs) 11 to hit. Uh, 11 hits. Hooray. So it's just, uh, I'm not proficient, and it's a 1d6 slashing. So, 9 damage. Okay. Trying to be like Redbridge. Yeah. I'll throw the other one, and it is 15 to hit. Uh, I think you only get to make one ranged attack. Oh, right, right, because it's not monkey, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jator, it's your turn. Um, you say to to step up to the big one, I'd have to walk through Caltrops. Yeah. Okay, I'll just take two shots at the other small one then. Uh, the both small ones are dead. You okay. Shoot at the big I'll, one. Though. I'll shoot at the big one then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crit and a twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, they hit. <laughs> so, uh, for crit, just double your damage. Whatever you roll, double it. 
Okay. A plus plus so roll plus modifiers times two. Uh, plus the modifier times two. Yep. Okay. Um. And hold on, I have to do math. Uh, twenty for the crit. It's our one enemy. Nice. And a seven for the other one. Yeah. Woo. Nice job, man. Yeah, you you fire off two blasts. One lands right between his eyes into what was his brain. Um, right but that one's not the critical. Eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other one just like goes right in through his gut, and uh, gross liquid starts uh, oozing out of it. Cool, dope. Uh, Asher, go ahead. Uh, uh, as a bonus action, I move uh, the sphere in front of him because he has to move half speed, so he has to like walk around it. Um, hopefully, he'll get hit by it. Um, and um, from a distance, I uh, thorn whip him. Okay. I'm not gonna walk into those caltrops. Okay. I rolled a four. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's been a while. You thorn whip the fireball. It comes hurtling towards you. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you just miss. Okay, I miss. Uh, Gibetto, uh, go ahead. You have your caltrips down on the ground. The big guy's standing there, and in front of him is a giant flaming ball of fire. Yep. Um, Gibetto, from behind the, behind the rock, is going to whisper, get in there, to have the caltrops... Like get in there, form back up yep. into a ball again. Yeah, they they just like uh, roll across the ground uh, and sort of all coalesce at your feet and then pop up into your hand as a single iron ball. And then I'm gonna try and sneak out from behind the rock to catch the the big guy unawares. Make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, it is because I get advantage on that shit. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, you are. You you. He does not seem to notice as you sneak behind him. Great, and I'm gonna use my swishy and just stab it up through his uh through his back here. Yep, yep. This here back of his. Yep. Uh, and that is a twenty. Uh, six to hit. Ooh, <laughs> so close. Yeah, that sucks, huh? Yeah. And it does, uh, let's see, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 damage. Okay, yeah, he's looking very hurt. Very hurt. Um, Uh, And? Yeah, and and I'm going to stay there uh, because if he doesn't move he gets fire damage and if he does move i get an attack of opportunity okay uh good good teamwork he turns his back on the flaming orb and faces you for an attack (laughs) uh i'm not close enough for a disadvantage no you're over by the rock he's actually just behind the bag behind the guy um he hits four Okay, how can I never find the dice? There we go. I found it. It's fine. Everything's fine, guys. <laughs> 300 fucking dice over here. I can't find anything I need. Um, 13 damage. Okay. 
Yeah, he just slams his sort of uh, rotting fist down onto you uh, for 13. Does he look like he's going anywhere? Nope. All right, I am going to use my uncanny dodge to take half of that. Okay. Um, so that's seven. Yep. Great. Okay. Uh, and he ends his turn next to this thing. Yay! What's the dex? What's the DC? Um, it's uh fourteen. Yeah, he he does not succeed. Sweet. Uh, he takes six damage. Okay. Six damage taken. Genevera, it is your turn. He There is one guy on the other side of a fireball from you, and he's looking real fucked up. Real fucked up. Well, like um, more than normal? He is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he looks like he's barely clinging to undeath. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, he's alive. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm gonna cast magic missile all on him. So I actually need to know what each missile does for damage. Oh, okay. Um, the first one was a two, so that's three. Okay. The second one was a four, so five. Okay. Um, the third one was a two, so a three. Okay. And then a one, okay. Oh, and you the have one more? it was a one. Okay. Yeah, uh, missile after missile just slams into his back, and it, and it seems like he should fall over, but he doesn't. Why? Gillick, go ahead. Zombie. Um, can I get close enough to make... Uh, hammer swings? You definitely still... could. There's a big ball of fire in your way. Oh, god damn. Uh, I suppose then I will just blast him with two Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Don't forget to yeah. mark those. I just, I noticed today that every time you evoke your pact. Oh. That's mark, that's mark on... those times. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that shit. It's on your, on your weapon tree. Great. Okay, so I will do that in a moment. I will roll for an attack. Uh, a 11 to hit. 11 hits. Oh, really? Nice. First one does 5 damage. Okay. And then the second one... Ah, oh, crit! Boom! Uh, Fire in the oh, hammer. Kapow. That's enough. Yeah. You point the hammer and your... Uh, you know, the red flame in the center of the hammer turns purple as these two blasts fire out from the hammer. Uh, the first one slams into him, and he seems to absorb it just like he did those uh, missiles. But the second one, you just nail him right, and all of his bits explode everywhere. Um, uh, Gebetto is just sprayed with viscera as like his bones and, and limbs and stuff just go flying up into the air and off to the side. Gillick quietly giggles to himself. He, he really enjoyed that. Keth looks at Gillick. Keth looks at Gillick like, huh? <laughs> you guys feel this like is... this was a... a real weak resistance sent against you. Yes. 
more like a this scouting is so thing. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Where, where are you? Uh, please, I'm behind this web wall. I've been here so long. Please. Uh, I'm looking around the room for a giant spider actively. Because <laughs> this is such a fucking trap. <laughs> <laughs>